audio just come out of my speaker. Bam, we're live. Sounds good to me. And there yeah, she is. Good. You don't hear an echo? No. No. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't. How about now? Echo, 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 echo. Oh, I, did I send Colton the yeah. link? You remember when he used to show up on time? Now he's fucking got a Swolverine, Swolverine sponsorship. He's fucking just takes his time. I was thinking about putting this. Um, I got these. These. <laughs> Why didn't you? Because I didn't get in here in time. God, this thing's huge. Yeah, it is. I just Where are you gonna like put it? It says CrossFit on it, but other, I, but I like the, I like the unbuyable thing, and I like the uh, everything else about it. But I don't want to like, I don't want a big old CrossFit thing in my office. Yes, Amanda, you missed it. Bam, we're live. <laughs> on a quest now. I uh, the other night, my wife and I were, um, you know, I whispered that into her ear. I think she liked it. Bam, we're live. <laughs> she said, "Sevon, is that you?" But <laughs> guys, listen. There's one of you assholes every week who thinks you're gonna hurt my feelings, and you're like. You pop into my DMs and you're like, I know now I know why now I know why Matt left you. You're such an asshole. Blah 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 blah. Listen, guys, listen. This is gonna break your fucking heart. But uh, and you're so negative and bitter towards Matt. This is gonna really break your heart. I hate to say it, but um, the the Sevon podcast is uh has significantly more success on iTunes. Like I can't, I can't, uh, I can't emphasize enough. And I fucking love Matt. And I'm so thankful that Matt and Josh did that podcast with me. And I fucking can't wait till Matt comes back. So whether he hates me or doesn't hate me or any of that, like, like you're not, um, like you might as well just say, you know why my mom left you. I mean, like it doesn't like, I like you're fucking it. You're a jackass. Second of all, um, so this one guy in particular got really upset. I guess there's a guy, I, I went after some guy on Instagram who's like big into stoicism. And I told, I told you guys, he's a fucking idiot because he was promoting the vaccine. And, and this guy responded with, well, that's because it's okay for him to promote the vaccine, but it's okay for you to be against it. You have to put everything in context. First of all, I'm not against the vaccine. But but you have to put everything in context. And the big, big picture here is if you're a Taoist, if you're a Stoicist, if you're anything that has to do with personal responsibility, accountability, making yourself better, the journey to enlightenment, you you are you have no business arguing other people's limitations. That is not that is the worst thing you can do as a um, as a human being. And so when you argue, when you're when you're promoting the vaccine, what you are doing is you are at bare minimum implicitly arguing other people's limitations. And when you when you refer to, the, to um, vaccinating an entire planet and, and then thinking that things will go back to normal after what the two years we've been through, you're a liar. So don't attack me because I'm putting things in context or in, in uh, 
in relationship to one another. I, I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. But we've reached a point in the narrative where that if you are if you are pushing the vaccine, then then you're there, there's certain implications that come with it. Same if you're pushing the mask, same if you're pushing quarantine. Everybody you cannot in, um, be a part of the you cannot be a part of the Nazi party and be like, well, ah, the only part I didn't like is that part where they killed the Jews. Other than that, they're great people. We're not it's, we're beyond that, guys. We're beyond that. You can't be driving the train and being like, well, I didn't really have anything to do with the bad part. We're beyond that. We, we, uh, unfortunately, but like, I don't, I, I don't care what you do. You, you do you. And, and tons of people who work on the show and tons of the guests of the show have been vaccinated. I mean, fucking Colton probably has taken like every vaccine. He probably tests all that pig shit out on him. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a vaccine. I just take all my pigs medicine and I'm good to go. Are you ever, are you ever, are your, are your pigs clean, Colton? Are they clean? Yeah. Like, could they pass a, a, a CrossFit piss test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could, or a blood test, they could? Yeah. They're just, they don't do something to them that would make them so they fail? No. Oh. Just corn and soybeans, man. I thought all those animals were all juiced up. No. <laughs> so you're not tempted every morning. Like you're not like the guy who works like in a in a like around ketamine and every morning being like fuck maybe I should just take a little bit of this to get out. You're not like around like bovine enhancement drugs. No, no, nothing like that. Um, it's just a just all about the macros. And you and they, you and you yeah, and you don't want to eat any of that shit. They they just makes them fat, right? Oh, well, they eat mostly a corn and soybean meal, and they have some whey protein and other nutrients mixed in, but. You know, for the most part, um, they seem to really like it, but yeah, not really for me. I eat mostly pork chops and potatoes. I pork. get my chicken secondhand from the pigs. Um, what about applesauce? I eat a lot. Do you eat applesauce? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You eat those carbs. Yeah. It's um, carbs. That, uh, that, that it was WC Fields, right? Pork chops and applesauce. You know that? <laughs> no. Oh. Maybe, Actually, maybe. a couple of years ago, I think I think it was Catherine Davis that mentioned somewhere that she had uh, sweet potatoes, applesauce, and cinnamon as a post-workout like snack pretty regularly. Yeah, oh. I have applesauce, pork chops, potatoes, and cottage cheese is pretty much my dinner every night. You put anything in the cottage cheese? Maple syrup, honey? No, just straight up. You eat the four percent oh, cottage guess, cheese? Some pepper, some pepper. Yeah, four percent small curd. <coughs> oh. You put pepper in your cottage cheese? Mm-hmm. Is that the first you're hearing of this, uh, Brian? I'm not a, a very big cottage cheese connoisseur, so yes. Might yeah. be a Midwest thing. You, do you know other people who do pepper in the cottage cheese? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of my mom's side of the family does. Uh, Allie does. Pretty good. Um, I, I bet someone $1,000 you will place higher than Justin next year. Don't let me down. <laughs> I won't be surprised. Colton eats the eats the week. Eats the week. Colton eats the week. Oh yes. Oh Colton <laughs> like weak people. He eats weak people. Yes. Yes. Oh shoot. Twenty dollars. Fuck, that's a good morning. <laughs> um, have you worked have you have you worked yet, Colton? No, so I was at Allie's uh father's house this morning for Christmas and uh guys came to the gym across the keto. So I'm in Cedar Falls right now. Been there. 
And once we get done with this, I'll do a little bit of training and then head over to Allie's mom's for their Christmas. But I don't have to farm at all today. My dad's going to do it. Oh, shit. Does that make his Christmas present? Yeah. <laughs> He's making you soft. <laughs> uh-huh. This is the first time in I don't know how many years that I haven't worked on Christmas. I did pasta um, work, I guess, but not farm work today. Is that Allie right there? Yep. That's yep. your chick? Allie. Yeah. Yeah, good job, uh, dude. Doubles comp that we did in Iowa City, and she does, and she she fucks around with that stuff. I didn't know she went. I didn't know she went hard too. Yeah, she's uh she's training with Kilo Two in Iowa City, um for their like games season team. So they're hoping to make a make a run this year and see how see how they do. She's really excited for that. Um, who is who? Who's this girl right here? I don't know. That's uh so Wolverine, my sponsor. They that's their was their Black Friday uh, kind of advertisement video. So I posted that for them. It, it, it is, uh, I don't know why, maybe it says something about how I have you pigeonholed and judge, but it is weird to come to your account and see boobs. It's just, it's, I, I'm not against it, <laughs> but it's totally unexpected. Like this is more, here we go. Colton Mertens. Um, what's with the eye on that pig? Is that, did you punch him? <laughs> No, so that pig was just weaned, and what happened is his mom probably stepped on his face a little bit, so he's got a little, little scab there. Oh, uh, so meaning he he's done breastfeeding? Yep, yep, he just got done breastfeeding. H- how long do they do that? Um, until they're about fifteen, about fifteen pounds or so, give or take a little bit. Not very long. Is it weeks or months or? It's more like uh. It's a, about a month. Sue's pissed because I'm 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 doing his job. Uh, we got a uh, we got a sponsor for Wadapalooza. What's that? Does that even make sense? Sure. Well, there's this there's this friend of mine. Uh, maybe Susan will bring up a picture of him. And basically, a bunch of years ago, I started doing the carnivore diet. And 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 like three or four months ago, or three or four months into it, maybe it was a year ago I started, uh, a little more than a year. I don't do it hard, as hardcore anymore. But um, my hands and feet started feeling a little weird. And so I started like looking for other people who were doing it. And I found this guy. Holy shit. Let me see how many followers he has. Dude. When I met this guy, he I think he had like no followers. He may not have even been on Instagram. Can't believe I had a friend. He's he's blowing up. Animal diet stuff. So basically, um, through him and Paul Saladino, I realized that I need to be eating like or I need I probably need to eat a little bit of carbs, like some honey, and then I I need organ meat. I I need more vitamins, and and uh, I was just living off of like bacon, eggs, and uh, fucking hamburger meat, and. so I started taking his desiccated. Is that the right word? It's basically dry organ meat. And yeah, seriously, like an within uh, one more time. Go Colton. What'd you say? Did it come in like a capsule, like a pill form? Yeah. 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 And you got to take a shitload of them, right? There it is. It's those, those bottles right there. I got those ones from him. And then I got some from Paul Saladino. I bought some from those guys heart and soil and basically uh, within hours I, something i felt better like my heart something was wrong with my heart a little bit and something with my hands and feet were a little weird and it, it went away right away and i was like holy shit that, that's pretty crazy and um 
So I started just building a relationship with him. I knew he had kids, so I was always trying to get him on the podcast. And then he fucking just blew up, you know, huge. And I knew he was a successful businessman. I didn't know he was – I had never seen him before. I didn't know he was like some fucking monster. And um, so we built a relationship. Anyway, so then I, I texted him once in a while, and I texted him, and I said, uh, hey, dude, the podcast is blowing up. We're, we're over 300,000 downloads on um, Apple Podcasts a week now. And uh, so we started talking a little bit, and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Wadapalooza. Um if I had a little bit of money, I could really blow it up because I've, we've been talking to Matt O'Keefe. You know who that is, Colton? Yes, I know Matt. Okay. And he should be representing you. That's a, a, a drop. Well, maybe he offered and you denied him. I don't know. But that's a, a missed opportunity on his part. And so he reached out to me, which shows how smart he is. Or did I reach out to him? I can't remember. <laughs> One of us is smart. And uh, I said, hey, we, we, we stole the stream from Dubai CrossFit Challenge. Can we steal your stream too? And I thought he was going to be like, hey, fuck off and just you know give me a kiss and send me on my way. He said, absolutely. Not only can you steal our stream – you can i'll give you anyone you want on the ground there full access to the event yeah it's hoping to promote the event so i'm gonna send two guys there um with the iphones and and live stream the fucking whole event and steal their feed and sit in the comfort of my own home and and fucking take over the world and i can't believe (laughs) you're gonna be there well i was kind of hoping you weren't going and then i was gonna ask you if you could be like one of my like guys on the ground there with the phone, like interviewing people. Can you imagine being interviewed by Colton? Hi. Would you say hi to people or just <laughs> stand next uh, to me? That's a big ask. I don't know. I don't, I don't really like, I don't really like you, but Sevon gave me $500 to be here. <laughs> yeah. It'd be something like that. Yeah. I read Paul's, one of Paul's books about a carnivore diet a while back. And yeah, that, the organ meat's really important. It's got well, that's where most of the vitamins, minerals, nutrients are. And like, um, I guess if you were to study uh, ancient civilizations, they would. Uh, that's kind of the most prized food. Was the organ meats, and if you were to study like packs of wolves, the alphas always eat the organ meats first, and the, the ones lower on the hierarchy get the the muscle meats. So yeah, the organ meats are really important if somebody's going to do a carnivore diet. Are you doing any of that? Are you eating any organ meats? No, it's the, I can't, that's not really something that's going to work for me just because I need so many carbs for training. Otherwise I might look into it. Yeah. I, I, I have, I keep trying different forms of liver and it's hard for me. There's something about the smell and the taste. And I think of myself as being able to eat anything like my stomach, just being a trash compactor. Like I could eat probably, you know, four eggs, a side of bacon and a bag of gummy bears. No problem. But liver. <laughs> yeah, I never had liver, so I don't know. I was, I tried, I acquired some liver and tried cooking it a variety of different ways a couple of times, and I mean, it was tough. Like there were some ways I could eat small portions of it, but I had the same problem eating big quantities of it. Yeah, the those... smell. How about when you cook it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Who is that? Is that your dad? Yeah. He's oh, I was taking care of the pigs. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you about your, your, so how, how, how has your dad's, should we wait until you forget that he's listening before we ask the dad question? No, go ahead. Um, how has your dad's perception over this, um, this hobby of yours changed since the last time we've talked to you? Is, is he, I mean, is it weird to you that he's accommodating you working your Christmas? Are you like, oh shit, my dad's getting soft or oh shit, he's understanding what I'm doing. 
or or maybe he's just trying to support your relationship with your girl. Like, what's going on with your dad? Uh, so when I first started doing CrossFit, um, I guess we'll just go way back. So in high school, it was kind of expected I was going to wrestle in college. And I've been talking to some schools about wrestling with uh, at different places. But um, I, w- I really wanted to start doing CrossFit. I was getting burned out of wrestling, and I already had two surgeries on my knee and my shoulder. And I was pretty sick of cutting weight. I just wanted to get into CrossFit, and it wasn't something where I wanted to do both. Whichever one I did, I wanted to go full in on it. So he was a little bit surprised by that at first, I think. Surprised slash disappointed or? Maybe. Um, so Did he, he wrestle? Like, Did he wrestle? No. So oh. when he was a kid, he pretty much had to, didn't really have the opportunity to do sports in school because he was always on the farm helping grandpa um, you know, raise all the animals and get the crops and all that stuff. But he was always very supportive like of me wrestling in high school. Like He paid for a lot of camps for me to go to. Um, I think there was one summer I went to five camps, like the University of Iowa, uh, Luther College. It's kind of all over the place. And uh, so I guess when I decided I didn't want to wrestle in college, that was probably a bit of a shock to him. But um, I wonder if he liked you wrestling for the same reason I like my kids doing jujitsu, because like he's a pussy deep down inside and he wanted a tough son to compensate for it. <laughs> no. No, he's I, not a pussy. No. All right. All right. <laughs> No, I mean, you live with them. You have to say that. I mean, he'll come home, fucking drive the pickup truck back there and just start flogging you, beating you on live. So I understand. You can tell me, like, wink twice if I'm if I'm close to, if I'm like, if I'm on to no, something. Okay. It wasn't one of those things. Um, okay. So I got, I got to college at University of Northern Iowa. I came to CrossFit Kilo. And at the time, I was working in a dining center on campus. And also, I was coming home on weekends to work on the farm. And I think after after my I think it was sometime during my sophomore year, I told him I wanted to quit my job at the dining center so I could train more. And he was he's he's kind of the father. He doesn't really ever tell me what to do. He makes me make my own choices. But he was just kind of saying like, you know, I'm not sure that's a good idea because um, he didn't really know where I was going to go with CrossFit. But I went in and quit my job anyway, and I ended up making more money. Um, just competing at competitions and winning and I would have made it the dining center so that ended up working out well and then um, I started coming home for the summer I kind of took over the shed that we have down at the house and kind of started turning it into my gym and what was the shed before just storage you just it was it all your dad's shit yeah there wasn't a ton of stuff in there but there was like farm tools and uh, materials and supplies and stuff like that, mostly. Okay. And, yeah, it's just this old shed. <clears throat> I went to the farm, and we used to have these rubber mats that we put down um, for the little pigs to lay on. It's a little bit warmer, but we stopped using those. How nice of you. <laughs> I know. Uh, so we stopped using those, and I modified them to use them as, like, rubber flooring in there so I could do my Olympic lifts and stuff. And when I started out, my dad had this barbell. Um, I think it's as old as I am, and it's one of those thick bars. It's not like uh, the same size as the ones we use. Uh huh. It's a little bit thicker. Does it's, it spin, or is it the one that's like locked in place? It's supposed to spin, but it uh. um, it didn't really spin. Uh, it's really rusted out. Yeah, that's the shed. 
That's I thought you said you cleaned it out. I see a doghouse with a bunch of shit on it. Right on the other side is dogs right there. <laughs> My brother had some labs that he's raising, and that's where they live. They lived in your gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to share the space with them. So when you say you cleaned it out, you're using that term loosely. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, I used this old barbell. And he had also had some cast iron plates, and that's what I used in the beginning. I just eventually saved up money and bought a. I got a barbell. It was seventy dollars from Titan Fitness, and um, it was a lot better than the one I was using. But like uh, now, it's bent and it doesn't really spin anymore. So, but I got the job done for the time being. Yeah, you and, bent. Uh, you bent your first bar already. Yeah, it was not a quality bar. <laughs> that's crazy. That I think that's indicative of your training. That's a good sign. Yeah, well, it got the job done for the time being. I didn't have money to buy like a rogue bar or something like that. So um, yeah, just kind of saving up money and building up my home gym. And um, as he kind of saw that I was doing that and making a little bit more money, um, he kind of started to see that I was getting more serious about it. But then it kind of started to have some conflicts with the farm because we were him and my uncle had just bought a sprayer and started a spraying business doing custom crop spraying. Custom what strip spraying? Crop. So oh. Spraying corn and soybeans and stuff like that. How, using an, an airplane? No, it's like, a, you've probably never seen one. It's really tall. It's got really big wheels and it's, uh, the arms stick out a bunch and uh, water tank you fill up, fill up a chemical and you drive over the corn and soybeans and spray the crops. Oh, I think I have seen those like on the I-5. They're huge, right? And there's a wheel on either side and it drives over the top of the crop with a pole in between the, and they're connected, right? Yeah. So it's not, a, we don't have a plane. All right. Well, let's, for this story, let's just say it's a plane because it sounds cooler. Go on. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was just taking a lot of time <clears throat> with their new business on top of like uh, raising crops and raising pigs. My uncle has an auto shop and raises some cows. So I was spending, you know, 12, 14 hour days at the farm and coming home and trying to train it at night and getting up and doing it again. So I was kind of telling him that I didn't really want to do that anymore. I just wanted to kind of take care of the pigs and spend the rest of my time training. And uh, can you can you paint that situation for me a little bit? So you come home, you living with your dad, you come home. It's like eight o'clock at night. He's um, uh, in the kitchen like um I don't know what he's doing, playing solitaire. And you're like, uh, excuse me, um, dad, dad, daddy Mertens or Mr. Mertens. Um, can I talk to you? I mean, like, how, how is that? How, I just, I don't, I just can't see you t- telling your dad, you're going to reduce your work hours. Yeah. <clears throat> we were in the kitchen and, um, I think we were kind of arguing cause I was tired of the farm and I was probably, and when you say farm. arguing, like you and your dad, it's like, you still only say like three words every minute, right? When you and your dad argue, it's not like, like me I and my do, wife, yeah. when we argue, it's a thousand words a minute back and forth. You and your dad, you're like, dad. And then he's like, stop <laughs> arguing with me, son. And like, you haven't even said anything yet. Is that, are you like really going back and forth? No, no we weren't like yelling or anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I think he was mad at me because I was tired at the farm all the time. I'm like, yeah, well, I've been trying to do all this work here and I'm also trying to train. So he's like, or maybe he just need a quick CrossFit. And so I got kind of mad about that. I told him, yeah, that's really not going to happen. And <clears throat> so like you put your foot down is, and, and how old were you at this, at this time? 
That's probably 2019. Had you ever, had you ever put your foot down before? <laughs> no. So that was kind of really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I remember like the first time I started like putting my foot down with my parents. You're like, oh shit. Like you're bracing for impact. You're like, oh, how, I wonder how this is going to turn out. Yeah. And um, so because he didn't really realize, um, I guess the earning opportunities within CrossFit or kind of even how good that I was at the time. So you lied to your dad because there really is no earning opportunity, but we can circle back to that well, later. You sound like you have a smart dad. What? Starting to be. Okay, fine. No. What do you want? Because he said, um, he said, well, you better make a lot of money doing CrossFit. I said, yeah, I will. And um, yeah, in just this past two months, I've made um, 20000 just from CrossFit. What? I mean, Rogue and some other some sponsorship deals I'm working on. How how much did you win from Rogue? So I won fifteen thousand for winning their participation challenge. That one and and the new barbell, right? So new you can barbell. finally replace that old one. I have a lot of barbells now. <laughs> hey, did you actually get to talk to Bill or Katie when you win? Like, does Bill call you? No, it's all through email. I don't know who I talk to. Dude. You got to talk to Bill or you got, you won that thing. You got to at least like call Bill. Did you thank Bill? Did you DM him in the DMs and say thank you to him or Katie? You need that relationship. Dude, someone as superficial and as money hungry as you and Papa Mertens are, you have to have that fucking relationship. It's like, if you don't know any girls, you are never going to have intimacy. If you don't know Bill and Katie, you are never going to have success. You have to know them. I know. How crazy is it that you had that some guy tried to cheat you out of that? Yeah, uh, his video was. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, <clears throat> but people kept on talking about it in the comments, and you could see it's just on a thirteen-second loop. But um, that was just for that last challenge. Hey, what's that? What's the guy's name who did that? Blair something from Canada. I kind of admire him. The Buttery Bros should get you and put you in like a. a, a you guys should drive up to Canada. And you should um, address him at his house. You guys should do a, like a work off. Like he should have to like, you guys should do something together. Kind of just to make, to, to increase your viewer account. Like pretend to beat him up or something. There's a great story there. Man, it's crazy. What's worse, what that guy tried to do to you or what Ricky Garrard did to uh, uh, Patrick Vellner? No, what Rick did is worse. I don't know. I don't know. You're just a pig farmer. <laughs> oh shit <clears throat> listen to Sevon. that's always every sentence should start like that you'll get your own rogue shirt of a pig with a mullet imprint I, dude. that shirt needs to exist dude that needs to <laughs> exist what is going screenshot on? this and send it to bill <laughs> yeah i will i will they view it at at wadapalooza they can turn it around those guys, they, Bill and Katie don't really talk to me anymore. I, 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 I think, but soon they will. I'm, I'm a hundred or two hundred thousand more uh, views a week away from uh, them starting to talk to me again. That's that's what they're waiting for. Yeah, I mean they don't know it, but 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 yes, <laughs> yes. I, I and I'm not hating for that either. I am. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm Colt. The only the only we're doing Christmas with Colton. He only has ten thousand followers. This is a charity event. I'm writing this this podcast off. Doing this shit with Colton. I can leave. <laughs> no no please don't please don't it's a joke it's a bad joke please don't okay so 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 now he's your dad's a believer yeah he's um like anytime i need time off from the farm for a competition or whatever he's he's always willing to help me out with that and 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, he offers me more time off than I take. But yeah, so he's, he's really helped me out a lot with that now. And I moved into the garage. I pretty much have the whole garage to train in now until I get my house built. Your dad's making you so soft. More time off than you need, letting you live in the garage. Hey, you know what? You I picture um, your lifestyle. Like the way we do it in California is you shower and then you put on clean clothes. The way I picture it is you guys like go into the bathroom, you take off your overalls, you shower, and then you put your overalls back on. And I think <laughs> that would be the time. Next time your dad's showering, I think you should go in the bathroom and be like, hey, hey dad. And he'll, he'll like poke his head around the curtain. And you'll be, and you should slip a 20, like in the, in his uh, overalls and be like, here, dad, here's 20 bucks. Thanks for, you know, just to really put your thumb on them. Like you're making some cash now or maybe <laughs> fuck go big and get him some new overalls. I got to save my money for my, my gym home. Your gym home. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Listen, I mean, that's dedication. Most people have a home with a gym in it. You're getting a gym with, that's also a home. Yeah. It's mostly, it's like three quarter gym, one quarter home. <clears throat> the whole first floor is just going to be gym with a half bath and a laundry and utility room. And then upstairs, like there's going to be two thirds of it to just live in area. And then the other third will be open. So I can do like rope climbs and wall balls in that area of the gym. I, I say this with all seriousness. When, when you say that I have a little fantasy in my head that starts playing that outside of there, you have a concrete pad with a two twenty plug. And I drive a motor home there and me and my wife and the three plane brothers hang out with you for a month. And I do my podcast from the motor home and then my kids get to work out with you. I, I seriously, like I have a, dope. there's going to be a 10 by 22 foot concrete pad on the end of it. <laughs> with a, with a two twenty volt plug in. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I knew I was onto something. I knew it. Now um, you have no excuse not to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, he's going to, did you know he's going to Wadapalooza? Yes. I know a majority of the athletes who are going there. Um, how is, in, is he, is Colton doing the, the, there's different levels there, right? He, I assume Colton's doing the big kid level. Top. These are the top dogs, but there are a lot. There are more athletes competing in the men's division at Wadapalooza elite than there were at Rogue and Dubai combined. Wow. How many is there? there at least 40. Over 40. It's going to be, for people like me, it's great because it gives a lot of touch points and data points for a lot of different athletes who are all over the board. You know, you'll have guys who've, you know, perennial athletes at the games, guys who've been to the games once or twice, same thing for the women, and then a couple people who haven't made it yet who are striving to get there. You have some people who have competed on the team this past year but are doing individual in the off season. So you get a lot of different, um, there's, a, there's a lot to break down once you see the full roster. Uh, did we already show this? Merry Christmas. Thank you, we Heidi. Can, we can show it over and over if you want. <laughs> Very generous. <laughs> Wad Zombie, thank you. Um, will there be cuts at the event? Uh, I don't know that, actually. Um, but I, I hope not. Or I hope that if there are, that it's only for like a final event or something like that. I hope that, you know, the athletes that are making the trip there, especially with everything craziness in the world right now, get to compete for at least, you know, all but one of the events, hopefully all of them. And, how, and, and the event starts on the 13th. The first event is on the 13th. Yeah, what, what day of the week is that? January 13th. Yeah. I think it's a Thursday. I think Elite starts on Thursday. Yes. That, yeah, that's right. Thursday is the first day. And, and when will you show up, Colton? I think check-in is Wednesday. I'll probably get there Wednesday or Tuesday night, maybe. 
Okay, so it's 13th is, is a Thursday. So it's 13, 14, 15, 16. And this, you is guys- a, this is a very um, pared down list on the morning chalkout. This is all, these athletes are only people who have either been announced by Wadapalooza or have made an announcement on their own personal Instagram. So there's, that's why there's so few relative to what I said. And so, and so let me read some of these real quick. Uh, hold on a sec. Patrick Vellner, Saxon Panchik, Luke, uh, Luca Jukic, uh, Jake Marconi, Phil Toon, Dallin Pepper, uh, Guy Maheros. Uh, that, this guy is the first guy that I've never heard of. Eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, <laughs> I've never heard of. Um, yeah, well, that's okay. That's why you have me around. And then there's Cole Sager, Colt Mertens, Tim Paulson, Ricky. Okay. Wow, Ricky's going. He qualified through the um, online qualifier. He placed, I think, seventh. So, um, Colton, why are you in those in those fifteen? If there's forty, do you know why you get mentioned and the other twenty five don't? Uh, Arpuza sent me an invite. <clears throat> I think I posted something about it, so maybe that's why. Okay. Basically, if the if the morning chalk up knows that you're competing there, they'll add you to this list. So, if you're not on the list and you want to be, you should put something on your Instagram or DM them. Okay, so those aren't all the people who were just invited? No, it's about a third. And they, they were, there's a combination of invites and, qualifi- and qualifier process for this. Right, so I was thinking maybe Morning Chalk Up just put up the invites and not the people who qualify, but no, that's, that's a, a mix. Because the qualifiers aren't necessarily all competing. They still would have had the option to choose to compete or not. So if they just put all the qualifiers there, they could also be potentially mis representing something so so um to, to finish the story i started earlier before we get back to what you're going to do there colton so basically i this guy's going to give us some cash the, the owner of ancestral supplements um and it's the only supplement i take so it's that's pretty fucking cool um to be, oh well besides uh, good dudes coffee and strong coffee but um this guy's actually going to give me cash and we're going to use that money to send a couple people there with iphones and the, and the show will basically be just like this like like how we did Dubai, there'll be three little boxes on the side. Can you share a screen, Souza? So there'll be three little boxes like this on the side, maybe four or five. Two of them will be camera angles that no one else has except for this podcast. And then on the big screen will be the Wadapalooza actual stream. And we'll be commentating it and bringing interviews to people and all that shit in real time and live. So I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, you guys will be able to watch me win some events. Yeah, Exactly. And be able to grab you and do some like fantastic deep interviews with you, <laughs> like tears running down your face. Um. So so th- so, are are you better since the last time we saw you? Are you better than you were at the games? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you better than yeah, you were at the, sem- at the semifinals? Yeah, I'm quite a bit better than I was then. I believe. Um, been swimming a lot, running a lot, a lot of lifting. Uh, we just finished up our squat. Uh, kind of heavy cycle and now moving into our Olympic and deadlift focused cycle for strength training. Um, but yeah, still just doing a lot of rowing, a lot of wall balls, really feeling a lot of improvement there. Doing a lot of echo bike work, swimming twice a week. And uh, yes, getting faster. How old are you now? 23. Um, so t- three years ago, you told your dad, hey, I'm going to dedicate more time to CrossFit. It's been three years of hard work. Um, is there anything that's not as good as the last games? Is there any part of you that's waned? Mm. No, I doubt it. Definitely not. That's, that's all. And, and are you healthy? 
I was sick this week, but I'm feeling pretty good today. But I mean, your body, your shoulder, you you mentioned that as a wrestler, you had a shoulder and some shoulder and knee issues. Is all that shit under wraps? Yeah, I don't do injuries anymore. I'm good. Wow. What about your your lifting with all the uh, extra aerobic training? How's that, you know, has it been a positive, negative? Um, So my strength work has been coming along really well. I just had, so we did max outs for our squats and stuff last, last week. And... I hit a 30-pound PR on my back squat, uh, 25 or 30 on front squat, and I think 25 on my deadlift as well. That's all. Holy shit! Really well. um, you know, this is a this is a super interesting topic for me actually because of what Chris Hinshaw did, you know, five to eight years ago with guys like Kalipa and Froning and some of the women, top women at the time, and they were he was nervous. You know, he was nervous that. It, increasing the amount of aerobic training on a consistent basis, how would it affect the strength training? And every single one of them said positively. Yeah. I've actually been listening to a lot of his podcasts lately. And um, uh, I think three weeks ago, I, I bought his aerobic capacity program. So I've been doing mixing that in with my uh, training as well, doing a couple of, of his running workouts every week. <clears throat> yeah. For the, I mean, Maybe eventually someone else will come along, but for, as far as I know, for if you're really focused on maximizing your potential in the aerobic realm, there's nothing out there that com- that compares to that right now. What do you or mean? CrossFit. What do you mean you bought it? Like you went to his website and like you put down a credit card and you had to pay for it? Yeah, it's like thirty bucks a month. Did you think about reaching out to him and getting it for free? No, um, I don't really like trying to ask for free stuff. I guess. Yeah. You already threatened to leave the podcast. You're the opposite. <laughs> like you paid 35 for it. Um, t- so we had Ben Bergeron on, and um, can can you tell can you tell us that story about about how you were listening and about that's the day you maxed out your 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 back squat? Will you tell us that story? Yeah, um, I believe that was was that a Monday. Um, I was at the farm, and. I was kind of looking for something to listen to while I was working. <clears throat> so I was washing a pig barn. Uh, so we had to use like an industrial pressure washer. And it's pretty loud. And it's really just a boring job. Um, so I like to listen to something while I'm doing it. So I saw you guys were doing that podcast. So I went ahead and listened. And I listened to not all of it, but most of it. And so I finished up washing the pig barn. Got home. I was getting ready to shower. Then I was going to train. And kind of going into it, I wasn't really sure if I was going to PR or not that day. We to- but but so you're just ran. Sorry, sorry, go back. You're just randomly listening to the podcast with Ben Bergeron, and you hear me say to Ben, "Hey, can Colton Mertens make it to the game?" And Ben's like, "Or win the games?" And he said, "No." Yeah. So I was- and then you just happen to be listening live. Like, were, did you have the spray washer? And like he says that, and like you get you start <laughs> twitching a little bit. No, I was, so I was um, just about to turn it off to get in the shower. And like pressure washing, just holding that wand for several hours in a row really kind of wears you out. So I wasn't really sure if I was going to hit a PR that day or not. I knew I was stronger, but I didn't know if I was going to be able to perform that day. But then I heard, I'm just getting ready to turn it off to get in the shower. And then that's when you asked him if I could win the games. He said, no, he's too short or whatever. So that's when I commented, we'll see. And then I went, showered, went to the garage and carried my back because Another thing that he said, so you guys went through, you asked him, like, okay, so like, what are 10 things that a person needs to be able to do if they can 
make it to the games or win the games so they know if they're wasting their time or not. And one thing he said, he said, like, I, so I need to put the athlete through like a strength cycle and he needs to add 30 pounds to his back squat. Oh, and, he did say that? Yeah. So um, I know that's not like a concrete thing, especially as you get further into the sport, but that's just what he said off the top of his head. So then that became my goal for that training session was to PR by 30 pounds. And you know, 20 minutes later, I did. 525 555. Wow. Did you film that? Is that on your Instagram? Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe I think I posted it on a story. I don't think it's on my page anymore. Um when you set the camera up, do you feel like there's a, there becomes kind of an accountability piece like okay, I I better fucking really do this. <laughs> yeah. So I got Isn't that weird? Turn it up. I'm not going to hit it now. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking for that list he made. That was that was a pretty interesting list. That was nice of him to do that. Damn, I don't see it. Colton, I was looking at the roster of them, the guys that are competing at Wadapalooza. There are 13 guys listed at six feet or taller, and only two <sighs> listed that are under five foot seven. And those two are five foot four and five foot three. What? Who's five foot three? Is it Reggie? I think he's list. I don't, you know, sometimes I don't know if I trust the, um, that's six, three, that's a typo. <laughs> There's no dude who's five, three Scott Tetlow. Oh, Scott. Yeah. He's, he is, he's short, but, uh, you know, Reggie Fossa is a guy like he's listed at five, seven, but I don't know if he's really five, seven or not. Like, you know, yeah. Fraser was listed at five, seven, but I don't, I think he's closer to five, five. Can I see this yeah, Scott? Scott me, five three like, Tuttle guy. He competed Obviously. with with Colton at the Granite Games actually in uh, in June. <clears throat> Do you look down on him, Colton? I think we're. I don't know. I feel like we're the same height. You don't talk to him like this. Hey, what's up, Scott? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? We did. Yeah. Uh, we did. Oh, good job, buddy. Against each other for ten thousand athletic apparel. They had a. We used to do like one event competitions. And one of them was seven minutes of max burpees to a target. And we tied on that for first place. Do you get over 140? I got over 160. It's 160 something. Holy burpee shit. Burpee record of the world, Brian. What, well, what, you is, know, that, what, is that uh, the burpee seven-minute burpee record of the world? As far as I know. I in the remember. 2012, when it first came out, if you could get into the 140s, you were going to be probably top five. Obviously, that's changed now. It, people, did you hear that? He did seven. He did 161 burpees to a target. How high was the target? A foot over your head? Six inches. Six inches over his head, over his hand. He did 161 in seven minutes. I mean, do you, you know most people can't do 161 burpees in a day. I'm not. That's not a joke. You know that, right? Most people on yeah. in the United States of America cannot lie down and stand, or, or it would kill them. It would break them. I'm good at burpees. And you did it in seven minutes. Hey, is this true? You were in Mark Bell's podcast? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I would love to see that. Is, that oh, Chris Hinshaw. About? She's yeah. talking about Chris Hinshaw. Yeah, Chris um, That's the podcast I listened to just a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I don't like I I I don't I don't like it when guys have been on my podcast and then they go on another podcast and someone says it's great. I'm gonna ignore <laughs> that. Sue's a blocker. She's an Armenian lady from Dubai. Block her. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Um, 
are you, is any part of you nervous about this Wadapalooza thing that like you're taking your car out to to really test it against the other cars for the first time in in you know six seven eight months? Colton, have you have you competed at Wadapalooza before? Um, a few years ago, I did an RX Team of Three. This was some buddies from the gym for fun. But uh, other than that, I've never been there before. Yeah, not not on the individual competition. That's what I thought, right? Now you can answer Savant's yeah. question. Now, now, thank you. Uh, no, so yeah, I guess the last I haven't done any major events since the games. I did a like that partner competition with Ali in Iowa City, and I did the qualifier for Mayhem Desert Heat, which got canceled. So no, I haven't like uh, got to test myself for a while. But I mean, even this, it's not like I'm going there to peak. Um, I'm going there. I want to perform, of course, but this is just a data point. Um, see where things are at. See what else I need to work on. So like, I can look at the gym and see, um, like my times are getting faster for wall ball workouts or for rowing intervals. But um, you really just need to look at compare yourself to the field to find out how you're actually progressing and where to, where to put your focus on. And I also. I mean, we're probably going to swim, so I'm really looking forward to that just to see what progress I've made since the games and swimming as well. Um, you know, the focus is it really has to be on the games season, really the semifinals and beyond. Um, this off-season events, yeah, there's data points, opportunities to win money, uh, competing is fun, and you always want to perform. But, uh, you know, if I don't do great, it'll be disappointing, but it's not like I'm trying to peak for this. You know, he's you do want money. You what? You would love it if the trip paid for itself. Mm. Yeah, that'd be nice. But he's, you know, he's. It's a. Uh, it's actually kind of wild. Every time I start, you know, um, gathering the information of the athletes that are competing, I, I sometimes forget how young some of these guys are. Like, uh, you know, Jake Marconi is competing here, and in my mind, Jake Marconi is like 30, 35 years old. He's twenty four. And like Colton Merton's been around for a few years, he's only, but he's only 23. And then you put it in, like, just to put it in perspective, that's the same age as Jason Hopper, who's like a brand new baby chicken in the, in the CrossFit world, right? We just got to meet him last year and look, he's done well, whatever, but they're the same age. And so you have to think about the perspective. What are you going to do in the off season so that you can check in and see where you're at, but still set yourself up for a good game season? I, yeah. I didn't even know Jake Marconi was a real, I didn't know he was a competitor. I thought he was just. The, like yeah. the dude who filled the buckets of podium up over at the factory. He could be at that Granite Games. Is he good? Pretty good. He used like to be I, better than me. Like, like I said, you know, there's a lot of guys in this field who you might, you know, because because Seven, he was at the. Um, oh, I thought that guy was doing Daniel Brandon for a while too, but that was just like a rumor I was trying to start on accident. <clears throat> well, anyway, he, you know, he was at the East Regional that we worked at in 2018. But he just was in the middle of the pack there, you know, so he wasn't a, a big name. But if you f- think about it now, he's only 20 years old then. And he was already there competing in one of the most competitive regionals um, that there was at the time. Oh, shit. He's strong. Can you do that, Colton? Five by five with 375? Sivan, one time I did a set of 30 beltless at 365. Yeah, yeah. Take that, Marconi. Is that true? <laughs> did you really do that? Yeah, it's on my Instagram. I don't, if there's one guest we've had that I can trust to not say something that's, that's a lot, you know, that say something true all the time, it's Colton Burns. <laughs> Set of 30 at 365. No belt. No belt. Do you I hear that, people? It. Stop It'll using your belt for 185, 135. You don't need it. 
the only time I wear a belt is if I'm competing or if I'm trying to hit a PR. Or if you're gonna if you're gonna go in the house and, and try to intimidate your dad. You'd never do that to your dad, go and take your belt off, remind him of the good old days. Actually, uh, that's what he does when he does that thing you were talking about when his dad's showering and he walks in with a twenty, all he's wearing is a belt. Right. <laughs> uh wow. That's incredible. And so you remember when Jake Mark, sorry, Jake, I, I don't mean to pick on you, but I thought I heard you say you remember when Jake was better than you. Yeah, he used to beat me at competitions. I think um he might have been at Grand maybe he was on a team at Grand Games one year. But we competed somewhere together and he beat me by quite a lot. Brian, would would is it fair to say that um um Colton's an outlier, an anomaly? Is that the word? I mean, when you think about what you know what I just said is there's only two guys in the field who are under five seven competing and they're both five four ish. Um yeah, they're statistically are an outlier, but I don't even like, though, to compare this dude, Scott Tuttle, to Colton because, he, I mean, he hasn't had the accolades. He doesn't he, have. He's made the games. Although yeah, it was, he was in an unorthodox format of 2020, but he, he did compete. The open that year. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had multiple top 20 uh, open finishes in his career, I think. Okay, so he's not as much of an oddball as, as I like to think of him. Do the women have anyone? Is there, is there a Colton Mertens in the women's division? Like uh, Alana Fiscalone before she, I think she popped for steroids at some point, but she was four eleven, so that would be like probably the closest thing on a height outlier on that side. Wait, is that the blonde girl? She has blonde hair. I don't know if it's natural or not. Alanis Alana Fiscalone. She's a, you know, and then Hillary Steele's another one that's really short for the women's side. You know, under five feet, I would say. Alanis Cologne CrossFit. I made a comment that they don't like it when I. <clears throat> oh, do you got her? Is that her? Is that? Oh, this is Scott Tutlow. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see him. You can see he's he's a strong dude. Oh, he looks normal. <laughs> do I not look normal, Savan? Uh, as long as you don't wear those shorts that go past your knee, you look normal. But there becomes a point where dudes are like, like really short dudes. You, they their proportions start to get all out of whack. How, how tall are you, Stefan? I'm five five. My proportions are perfect. If 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 no one's standing next to me, you could confuse me for five eleven. Right. I didn't, like, I didn't like the way you said that. My torso is long. Your torso is long. Yeah, that dude looks that dude looks sort of normal. Although that dude's torso. I mean, that is, thing that thing that Colt said is true. Like you could have two guys that are the same height or two women that are the same height, but if their proportions are off, you know, one of the women's hips could be sitting six inches higher than the other. Yeah. This guy, this guy right here, um, what's his name again? Tuttle? Tetlo. Tetla. Um <laughs> he he has a he has the torso of a of a of a like a five ten, five eleven man. I wonder what his uh, ape index is. Damn, that guy's a boss. Are you friends with him, Colton? I've talked to him. He's pretty cool. I've talked to him at Granite Games and through the 10,000 events. You see that? What I did there? I tricked Colton into saying, he said, I said, are you friends with him? It <laughs> can't be yes, but he is a softer version of the Colton Mertens that uh, we originally had on, Like almost like he'd be offended that I'd ask that. I was in competition mode at that time. You know where you guys did compete against each other was in the uh, 2018 sanctional season in Dubai, where he beat you by three spots. Jake Marconi, that is. 
Oh. I was I was checking it out, trying to see if I could find one. <laughs> I think where opened right or something today. I saw him kept beating me because I remember I remember him for some reason, and um, I remember I just remember him beating me. So I remember that he was young too. Um, I, I, when Sevon wears adult shorts, they're three quarter pants from, I never, at some point in my life, I realized I should never wear shorts that go lower than my knee. And so if I buy shorts, I hem them up because like short dudes should never, I mean, no one should wear shorts that go past your knee. You're an idiot. But if you do, if you're short, you're, you're not a fan of like the Capri style European. Uh, no, that's okay. That they, They're supposed to be like that. But I mean, like, just like, like, like these kids that do like all the young boys in my, in my kids tennis class in, in, in obvious tennis class, they're all shorts to go past their knee. One, it, it's, it's not, it's not functional. You don't want anything rubbing your knee when you're working out. And second of all, you, you just look like a goof. You look like you got someone else's clothes on. The, the shorts like might not actually shit. be that long. They just might be also six <laughs> inches short of where they should be on the waistline. Yeah. Boy, hem them up, pull them up, do something. <laughs> Yeah, so what Colton does that makes him look kind of funny sometimes is he's wearing these compression shorts underneath his shorts, and his compression shorts like yeah, come down. Long. Yeah, so it just looks like he looks like um, what's the guy's name? Oh, shit, I can't remember. I had him on the show. He doesn't have any legs. He just he's a big jack dude with a waist and arms. The fuck's that uh, guy's name? Pitbull. Pitbull rule. Yeah. Our- yeah. Yeah. Colton starts to look like him, like he should be in the disabled class. Well, I have to get a size big enough to go around my legs, so that makes them long. Do you own a sewing machine? No. Don't forget, Savan. He might only be an inch or two shorter than you, but his quads are twice as thick. Yeah, I know. And look at his head. His head's like a watermelon, too. (laughs) Uh, Savan, stand in front of the mirror naked and thinks very disproportioned. Yes, that's true. Yes. Everyone would say that if they saw me naked. What are you talking about? Uh, how about th- how about this right here? Oh, I almost blocked this dude on accident. How many have been over six feet on the podium besides Lucas and Fikowski? Do you know that, Brian? Well, I call I th- Vellner. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Vellner's listed at six feet. He's not short. He actually is listed at 5'11 on his profile. So it is rare to make the podium at that height. Um, I'd have to go ch- – I don't know some of the older, like the younger – generation of male podium figures like i have no idea how tall brett marshall was for example tommy hackenbrook podium he's pretty tall graham holmberg was fairly tall um and then it, it, it kind of i would say it tails off for a while from there until you get to fukowski and hogberg when's the last time you've been drug tested colton by crossfit Granite games that's the only time i've been drug tested okay so they're like ben bergeron they don't think you can win either I guess not. Yeah. At the, that, that's not a good sign. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. That's <laughs> true. Um, um, what, what, um, how, what, tell me, you said you're, you're interested to, um, to test your swimming. What, because last time we talked to you, basically, you didn't swim, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't swim like uh, all year round. I swam kind of leading up to the games because, like, uh, so you have only so many. But that made sense. That made sense for you then. We talked about yeah. this because he needed need, to get to the games before swimming was relevant. I needed to fix wall balls and rowing before I could even think about swimming. Okay. And so, so tell yeah. me about what the, what the swimming regimen's been since since the games last year. So usually now I swim Saturdays and Sundays, just at the rec center. Wow, Allie. <clears throat> 
<laughs> I just love it how the two closest people to you just bomb you in the comments. <laughs> we raced uh, the other week, and uh, yeah, I was t- I did like four workouts before that, and she was probably fresh. Um, but yeah, we won't talk about the results right now. How far did uh, you guys race? A thousand meters. Uh, yeah, it's a thousand. And, and when you do something like that, are your shoulders sore the next day? I'm assuming you did freestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my shoulders uh, don't usually get too sore. A little bit on my laps, my lats, on my armpits will. But uh, for the most part, no. Um, no, I do I do a lot of volume. Uh, like on Saturdays, I usually start out with like a, a 500 or a 1,000. <clears throat> and then from there, I'll go into smaller intervals, get 250s or 100s, and usually get around, work up to around 2,500 meters in total intervals. And then Sundays, I usually just go swim and just focus on technique and use it as an active recovery session and just go for 20 or 30 minutes. Do you ever do any like underwater, like a swim length of the pool underwater type stuff? I think yeah. that's, I, I used to swim when I was growing up. I think stuff like that is really good, not just from the, obviously the lungs perspective, but just the confidence. Because I think for a lot of people, the biggest problem with swimming is they don't know how to breathe or they don't have confidence that they can breathe when their face is underwater. Yeah, or breathing when you get tired and you swallow some water. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a factor too. More so in open water, but I can't swim open water around here this time of year. Everything struggles over for the most part. You're in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, why two days in a row? Uh, the the swimming training. Why not spread it out a little bit? Sometimes I go on Thursdays, but uh, Saturdays and Sundays are usually when I have most the most time to drive to town. It's, you know, an hour yeah, how much how much total time do you need to if you're going to go swim from leaving your house to getting back to your house um so it's uh, about a 25 minute drive to get to the rec center and then uh usually around 40 to 60 minutes of swim swimming actual training they don't need a shower and drive back uh so i need like at least what is that, two hours yeah two, two to half an hour it's hard to it's find a- that during the week yeah, it's a huge commitment. I mean, if you want to go in the work in the gym and do a wall ball rolling interval, you can probably get in and out of there in thirty minutes, you know. But you got to go to this pool, and then you have to you have to like set aside a significant amount of time. What did you say to, to get swimming and echo training? What's that? Did I say that? No, no, no. I thought Colton said that. He said it's twenty five minutes to get to the rec center to do, and I thought he said echo and swim training. Is that what you said, or what did you say? You said some word. No. no. Is that all you do at the rec center? You just swim? I'll start there. Yeah, I get I buy my day pass and I go swim and I leave. And how much is that? Seven bucks, but um, I'm gonna get a, a membership now because it'll be a little bit cheaper. I was waiting until I got my new business cards. I put it on there. And then, and then, uh, oh, like when you say your new business cards, you mean like uh, credit cards? Mm, yeah, so it's just easier to write off. And can you get there and and all the lanes be taken? It's usually pretty open. There might be one other person in there, but most of the time it's just me. So you've never driven – okay, so you've never driven there to train. I mean I, – and I bring these details up because there are some CrossFit Games athletes to where like their shit is just like all set, right? They know that every day they'll be in lane three. They know that they're going to train it. Like th- their shit is just perfect. And there's a lot of shit that 
you do, like train next to Labrador, um, Labradors in your shed uh, and a doghouse covered in shit, and you go to a rec center for a pool, and some people have Chris Hinshaw in their ear when they swim laps via Zoom, and you're buying the fucking ragtag $30 a month version that, like, that, like, Brian has. So it's just, it's just yeah. interesting. You're, 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 um, you're no Katrin's David's daughter, Colton Mertens. Uh, when I when I first when I very first started training at home, when I'd come home for a Christmas break and stuff from school, um, so I just had that old barbell and cast iron plates, and I went to a spot uh, kind of back by my my dad's campground. There's a red shed, and there's a dirt dirt floor inside of the shed, and that I did a lot of like light barbell cycling and trail running. I did Murph a lot, and. Um, I had a pipe that I nailed to a tree to do my pull-ups on, and that's just kind of how I had to start, yeah. Like, who says that? I did Murph a lot. <laughs> like, I, I've I done Murph twice in my life. Like, I know that you did Murph. You don't know how many times you've done Murph, huh? No. It's just fucking weird. It was a Not that you don't know, but just the different ca- it, it's weird the different caliber of humans there are on the planet. You're in a whole fucking different world. Colton, have you uh, ever brought any equipment with you to the rec center to swim and do you know pair with anything else? Uh, slam balls, done slam balls before. Oh, because they because uh, they did it at the games that one year. <laughs> swimming and slam. I don't I don't know if they would let me bring like a, my echo bike in or anything. Um, you know, maybe a dumbbell or something like that. You yeah. could just uh, put in your bag. <laughs> yeah. So so um, how tall was Benny Garrard, Ricky's brother? I think he was short. I remember interviewing him. I think he may have been shorter than me. Yeah, he's probably. I would guess he's between five three and five six. Like, and and I had a question on here: Is your girlfriend still an asset? It sounds like she is. As long as she can, if you start beating her at <laughs> swimming, does her value go down? No, uh, I wouldn't have her around if she was uh, a problem for me. Wow! Um, wow! I guess when that, we you know, started this relationship, we both kind of knew like what my lifestyle was and kind of the things that I need to do day to day. And she was, I never really asked her to be okay with it. She, it's just what she wanted. And uh, she really likes CrossFit too. And she wants to compete as well. So it meshes really well. Like she doesn't act like she's not wanting to go out and party during the week or on weekends when I need to get to bed early. And she's not wanting to drink all the time when I need to kind of just get my dinner on and get my recovery work done and go to bed. She's, she's solid. She helps me out with a lot of stuff. And, you know, we just bought, uh, a nice video camera so I could take better pictures and videos for sponsors and stuff and kind of have a nicer Instagram and she's going to help me a lot with that with uh, recording content and editing stuff and things like that so yeah she helps me a ton um, do, do you guys uh, um, reflect on it doesn't sound like do you guys reflect on your relationship by that I mean and I don't mean that in a positive way I was telling the story the other day about like uh like girlfriends or boyfriends who will complain to their mate. We don't, they, we don't spend enough time together and they use their time together to complain that they don't spend enough time together. And I'm always like, what? Like, this is how you want to use the time. She doesn't do any of that shit. Oh, so Hi, right Colton, now, I love you. Um, let's get to work. Yeah. So like right now she works full time at Hy-Vee. So, um, what's Hy-Vee? It's like a Walmart. Okay. Like a, high, a nicer Walmart. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so like sometimes she works the days, sometimes she works the evenings. So, like if she works evenings, I don't really see her much because I'll go to the farm in the morning, then I'll train and she'll be at work. But uh, when she works mornings, we usually train together in the evening. But uh, yeah, when we are together, we spend our time pretty well. Usually, we're either training or cooking dinner together and doing recovery work and things like that. He don't, he don't, isn't it interesting? Waters of oblivion. He don't even give a fuck. Like, yeah, my, my chick works at Walmart. I fucking flip pigs for a fucking living. <laughs> Holy shit. Someone gave $99. Do I have to share that? Thank you, Gabriella. Mal Donado. Gabriella. Gabriel. 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 It could be Gabriel. Oh, I want it to be a girl so bad. <laughs> I think there's uh, only one girl who's giving. Um, money on the podcast so far and it's very specific why she gave it in case you want to pull that up again (laughs) (laughs) Colton is my spirit animal how dare you yeah it's it's um man you're you're singularly focused man still it's 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 so good to see that yeah Ali and I are um so right now she's working at Ivy but we have a plan once I get the house built I'm gonna build a shed and we're gonna start raising some some Dotsons, some Corgis, and some Basset Hounds. And we're going to start kind of getting into that lane. And I'm kind of working out on a spreadsheet to kind of estimate how many puppies we need to sell a year so that she can replace her income from IV. So then she'll kind of do that full time and help me with CrossFit. So that's kind of the plan for the next one to two years. Why those three dogs? It's interesting that you asked. <laughs> it's because all, they all have short arms and long torsos like me. Wow, is that really it? It's kind of the Colton. It's the Colton Mertens line of. Uh, wow. Hey, you got to get one of those um, Corkies over to Jacob Hepner and have him like endorse it. So he's like a Corky like nut. Have you seen his dog? Corgi. Whatever. It's a fucking German Shepherd with no legs, right? That's basically what those are. Wow, uh, and. Uh, and so, so what were the three Corgi, Dogs, Dotson, Dachshund, and Basset Hound? Basset Hound. Wow. Hey, some. There's going to be some great stories out of there. Like litter's gone bad. Like your 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 Basset Hound fucked your Dachshund, and it's going to just be a mess. <laughs> Those might be kind of cute puppies. Yeah, say that again. Those puppies might be kind of cute. Yeah, for sure. Hey, um, th- I I. I, I the pig farm must be just on, on, like when it rains there and it rains like for like a week, it, your job must just go from like, like a 10 living the dream to like a negative 10. Right. It just must be like, do you, do you lose shoes and clothes? And like, I just picture you like stepping out of your pickup truck and just sinking into like <laughs> pig shit. That's like four feet deep. <clears throat> no, the pigs are barn. So they have a climate controlled environment. So like right now they have, they have heaters going in there so they don't freeze. And- yeah, can't you just see him like just stepping? Like, look at that pig on the right there. Yeah, yeah, Sousa. Like, I just see him like wa- like on a rainy day walking over, and like he has a snorkel in just in case he sinks down past his head, like so he can breathe out from the mud. No, it's not like that. No, those that's more of a pasture pig farm, which is something that I'd like to do in the future. But that's kind of a different setup than what we have. Wow, that's that's look at that pig farm has a slide for the pigs. If you build something like that, pigs will actually use it. Um, I'm not sure if the pigs actually use that or not. Uh, they definitely like to play in water, 
and mud holes and things like that. But um, it's actually really destructive. If you have them in a pasture, you kind of have to have a system to where you move them around. You don't leave them in the same spot for too long because they'll just ruin the soil and tear it up and nothing will grow there anymore. Like they'll be, be, piss and shit it to death. No, they're just like, they'll root it up and uh, they see like, like big holes with their snouts and things like that. And then they'll pack it down and it'll just make it hard for anything to grow but weeds. So you will kind of have them on a rotation. And depending on how much it rains, like it rains a lot, you have to move them more often because they'll uh, disturb the soil more. But if you keep moving them, then they, they actually are really good for the soil because they'll leave organic matter and they'll stir it up a little bit to help encourage new growth and things like that. Wow. Susa, can you post uh, Scott Polinsky's comment, please? This is my friend, Savan. I just wanted to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary They're watching Christmas from Michigan. Polinsky family. Ah, thank you. I, I know you guys only watch the show when Brian's on it. You can eat a dick, Scott. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, I'm only on the show because he went out of town. Otherwise, I'd probably be disc golfing with him. Uh, Scott, <laughs> you're a good dude. Competing for Brian's love. Who, Brian, who are... We need someone. Uh, I, I, I I reached out to Chase today to see if Chase could... Uh, I could have Chase help me out with Wadapalooza. We need someone to help us out. Chase Ingram? Yeah, I think he's already working the event. I need someone who, like, you're working the event. Suze is going to go to Wadapalooza and be there, but he, um, with a with a with a, a camera and, and trying to grab interviews with people running on and off the field and film us and give us a camera angle that no one else has. But I need one more. I need to someone who will go there, and and who's cool. Like, they can't be a douche. How much CrossFit knowledge do they need to have? Uh, I don't think that they need a lot of CrossFit knowledge. They just can't be a douche. They just can't, they, they have to, well, they kind of have to be a douche. Like if Colton does an event and they see him run in and trip over the bar, they have to like be able to walk up to him and nicely say, Hey Colton, can I talk to you real quick? And he goes, yeah, if you walk with me. And as he's walking, they walk and are holding the camera and be like, dude, you tripped over that bar. Are you okay? And like, like that, that kind of person. They need to give, they need to add value to the show that, um, that no one else is going to get in real time live. We're going to use Streamyard. We're going to try something new. That's it's basically a live behind the scenes. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say, Susa? That's what it is. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Okay, get back to your hole. Um, so behind the scenes. say it again. I miss those behind the scenes. I used to watch those when I was first getting into the sport. You're a good dude. Yeah, I think I think you're the only one. I don't think really anyone liked them at all. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, that's why, that's why we've attracted, we're attracted to each other. Um, who can I get to do that? Susan, do you know anyone? <clears throat> I was expecting at least one comment of someone in the comments to say like, well, I'll be there or something, but no. no hey, one. listen, listen, Harry, you know, what's crazy. If, if I pulled it, if I pull this off. If I pull this off at Wadapalooza, first of all, we yeah, I, I, in the most humble way I can say, we fucking owned um, Dubai. We took over. We provided. We just kicked ass, and 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 we did it on accident. The same the same the same way that Colton accidentally back squatted, set his PR by thirty pounds. He just it's no, like, honestly the same way that happened at the games. What tell me? Oh yes, yes. We didn't plan games. that before. We it just happened. Yes. So when we t when we go to Wadapalooza and we add so much fucking value for the spectators and the athletes combined, um, Dave Castro is going to come a knocking, and he's going to come. Do they know house. where to go? 
He knows where to find you. He knows where to go because he used to bring meat over here when I was fucking starving. He'd he'd shoot a pig and bring meat to my poor ass family since we both got fired. My wife and I got fired on the same day. You fucking idiots. He's a he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. And you idiots make fun, talk shit to him on his Instagram for killing pigs. Meanwhile, he's feeding my family. You got fuck you guys. But so, um, uh, he's gonna come a knock and he's gonna say, "Hey, can you do the live feed? If you don't make it to the games, would you want to do that?" Uh, sorry, Colton, I shouldn't even say that. Jinx you like that. Never mind. Scratch that comment. No, I don't um, want to do that. <laughs> you know, you know, I asked Liz- I asked Lazar, I asked Lazar if he would help commentate Wadapalooza for the Seven his Podcast. Brother is going correct. Yeah, the only, said, the only, yes, he do it. He'll he'll be in um in Europe, so it could be tough with so depending on the timing. He said, yeah, he said he'll be in Serbia or France, but he he acted like um in in the in the in the WhatsApp. <clears throat> I don't know what you call that, the WhatsApp chat. I'm in with him that he don't give a fuck. He'll do it. Well, it might be it might be like more you know there might be some some events. I don't know how their schedule is. If they have some morning events, that might be great time to have him on. But if they have some evening events, I mean, we should let him sleep. He's also training. Not oh, quiet, quiet, Brian. No, no, he's so nice to the athletes. It's it's disgusting. We have an agenda. We know what's better for them. We're trying to bring them to the people. So so basically, I know Dave's going to ask me to do that at the games, and then and then my mission will be complete. If we t- if we do it right at Wadapalooza. and and I need to make the Liver King uh, proud too, ancestral supplements. No, I can't go. I can't. I, I, if we get asked to go to the games, I will go. Yeah, John Young. John Young will be. He'll, he'll be part of the team. See, Brian's already. Brian's already working for Wadapalooza, so I can't be like, "Thanks, O'Keefe, for giving me access to Wadapalooza and then try to take Brian from him. So it's it's a mess. It's a mess. I, we, we might be able to work it something out. We'll see. I need to talk to O'Keefe and be like, hey. <laughs> um, Colton, can you take me through um, like your schedule from Monday to Sunday? I, I Part of me wants you to do it fast, but I don't want you to miss the details. Like I, I think it's fascinating for people to hear like your, your schedule. Yeah, so <clears throat> we have to load pigs uh, usually a few days a week. That's always kind of different depending on when we can get in with the schedule. The and what's that mean, pool. load pigs? That means we'll take the semi in the trailer, back it up to a barn, and load up some pigs to take to market. And 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 uh, do you do you actually touch the pigs, or like you lower a ramp and they run in? <laughs> no. So we have to go into the barn and we take these plastic sorting boards, and we will kind of corral the biggest pigs and let the smallest ones back behind us, and then we have to chase them out of the barn and then onto the trailer. Okay. And uh, yeah, kind of like that. That red board there, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I've seen those in in that show Yellowstone. They do that with cows too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to do that usually a couple or a few times a week, and um, so if we had to do that, then I'm not, sometimes I have to be up at four. So um, I'll get up and I usually make a protein shake and a carb shake, and I'll kind of take that with me and sip on that throughout the morning. Get pigs loaded, then I'll work on doing chores. So I'll go to each barn. And uh, walk through and make sure all the pigs are doing pigs are doing okay. None of them are sick or hurt their legs or anything. Make sure they all got feed. Make sure. And you're sipping water. and you're sipping your protein shake as you do this. Not in the barns usually, no. Okay, but you are listening to the Sevon podcast occasionally. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, kind of go through chores, and then can 
uh, if there's any repairs that need done or anything like that, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of the sick pigs, um, kind of the odd end stuff. And usually, ideally, I'd be done around 11 to 1 o'clock. I'll come home, usually eat some oatmeal, some Greek yogurt, uh, make a pre-workout with some Wolverine, creatine, a bit of outing, and then walk out to the garage after a shower, and then train until 5 or 6. And I'll hop in the shower, take a cold shower, and then make my pork chops, potatoes, get all my food in, and then go downstairs, I'll eat, and then hit some Paragon recovery work. Uh, those compression boots from Normal Tech, I do some of those, and it's stretching. Are you just and saying that because they're your sponsor? You have to say that? No, they don't sponsor me. Okay. I pay for all that shit. Okay. Oh dang! You know you're not the only uh, Swolverine athlete that will be in Miami. Uh, so, so Colton, so after one o'clock, you're done. You don't go back out to the pigs again. Uh, sometimes I will if I have to check on something. If there's a sick pig, they want to go check on things like that. But usually, at that, I can be done. I, for some reason, I thought that that some night, the last time we talked to you, there'd be some nights where you'd be working out like at ten, eleven o'clock at night because you've been working all day. Those those days are over. Yeah. No, so it just depends. Like if we're hauling manure or if we're planting or harvesting or spraying crops, we don't have to be at the farm a lot longer. Or like if I have to, if we have a barn where we have a lot of pigs that aren't doing well, they're kind of small, they don't have to sort out all the small ones. And that can take a while. So, or if we have like a, a feed system that's broken and I have to spend a few hours fixing that, or if I have to make some gates, um, then I'll be there for a lot longer. But, um, Nowadays, I normally try and get done as close to noon as I can so I can get the training. And, and then Sunday, what time do you go to bed now? Ideally, I'll be in bed at 8.30 or 9. Oh, okay. So if you're in bed by 9, then that would give you – you can you can almost get seven hours sleep. Yeah, we have to load pigs. But um, if I don't have to load pigs, then I can wait till 5.30 or 6 to get up. Oh, what other Swolverine athletes will be there, Brian? <clears throat> a lot of them are competing on on the teams. I just didn't realize how many athletes in cross that they have. They're like uh, a lot of the athletes that they sponsor that I'm seeing here at least are um they don't have a lot of games experience necessarily, but they're like been around the regional circuit or in the or pretty prevalent in the team game for a couple of years. Can I see that that let me see go up to the top. Let me see that lady's body who's wearing that green thing. Jeez. I could never wear a shirt that tight. It would just be like stuck right around my my fucking gunt. It'd be <laughs> I think so that's, fucked up. I don't know. Maybe it's not her. Man, I would love it if I had a shirt that fit like that. I can't wear any of the CrossFit. Cl- I can't. What? Maybe you need to get some Wolverine shirts. I can't. I, no, I are those. I can't wear any anything that fits like that. See, like right where her elbows are. Like I have these rolls there. They're called like muffins or muffin top or something and like any shirt that the crossfit community makes just makes me look like i'm like like i'm holding uh like i'm a girl who's having her period and holding like water weight in my fupa it's just it's just fucked up it's just fucking mess or i have body dysmorphia maybe or something i don't know something but i like a shirt that like hangs off my shoulders and off my titties and then like and therefore it like doesn't touch my waist that way no one can see my waist i don't want anyone to see my waist that's where I store. That's where I store uh, winter's food. 
That is correct, Will. I do not leave my kingdom unless Greg calls in the Air Force. <laughs> Uh, Colton, uh, Merry Christmas. What are you going to do now when you get off? I'm going to hit some training and then I'm going to go and hang out with Allie's mom and her grandparents. This right. You said, and, and will they get you pet? Will they get you presents? I think so. Did, <laughs> yeah. Uh, will, will, will it all be like CrossFit shit? Will it all be like training stuff like grippers and like headbands and like just. No, I think it'll probably be like something they will use for the house we're gonna build this spring like a lamp or a clock or like some wooden spoons for your kitchen or some shit like that possibly yeah yeah and 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 when you build this house Allie moves in with you she's already living with me in my dad's basement right now oh yeah in the garage yeah well, we train- live in the basement train in the garage right sorry my bad <clears throat> Sevon, good listener <laughs> um Brian, is there anything else um, that you have for Mr. Mertens? You don't want to know what uh, what I'm doing today? I, oh, I do. Sorry. What what are, what are you doing? I know what you're doing today. You're gonna play. I know what you're doing today. <laughs> yes, but but uh, no, my my buddy Scott got me a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker to play on the disc. I can listen to music on the disc golf course since he's not gonna be there. So I'll have feel like I'll have some company. Won't the people oh. hate you that are on the court playing? There's with no course? one on the course. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys. So I got the a film camera for the film training and stuff for Instagram. What kind of mics did you? Would you guys recommend? Any what kind of camera did you get? It's a Fuji Film XS10. I got like I think it's 18 to 55 millimeter lens for it. This Fuji. is Sevan's domain. Fuji, say it again. Fuji Film XS10. Seven, our number one fan made a comment. Oh, yes. Merry Christmas, Rosemary. Hi, Mom. <laughs> um, so here's the here's the thing with here's the thing with cameras. Are you going to edit in post production, or are you are you just going to be a phone guy? No, I'm going to edit it. Um, is it too late to return that camera? <laughs> it's that one right there. Uh, I don't know. Is that okay. not a good one? No, no, no. It's a good camera. All the, the, it's everyone makes such fucking great cameras today. So if if you're going to um, the new iPhone is so fucking amazing, it's crazy. It has something called cinematic mode. It has oh, you don't you don't do it. Do you do it's iPhone? No, are you a Droid guy? No, I have an iPhone eight, so it doesn't oh, take Jesus. Oh Jesus! Uh, so like if if I were only to invest in one camera and I were you, I w- I would get the iPhone. And and the, and I would film everything with that and upload it to your computer and edit with that. It's so fucking good and it can be fucking everywhere. And then, um, but uh, let it's called. Let me see. Bring up that uh, Fuji X10 digital camera. That's what it's called. XS10. Yeah. Fuji. Like a thousand bucks. XS. Yeah. That one in the middle. Will you pull that up? Yeah. Put, click that. Uh, that Ador- Adorama link. I'll show you exactly what mic to get for it. Yeah, I love this stuff. Oh, I may even have one of those mics too. I may even have that camera here. And uh, and and, and uh, click on the pictures of it and and scroll around. I, I just want to see if there's a port to plug a mic into. Have you seen that, Colton? That there's a port. Oh yeah, click that one. The yeah, side view. One on the left side. Yep. On top right there. It. Yeah. So uh, is that it up top? Yeah. Or is that for headphones? Let me see the very top. I mean, that might be for headphones. 
Um, okay, we need a spot to... on top of the camera where it looks like you can mount a mic. Okay. Let me see. Oh, there it is. That is it. See how it says mic? See that rubber thing? They've pulled it off. Mm-hmm. That is the mic. Yeah. Okay. So there is this mic, and it's tiny. Sennheiser mini mic. A, a lot of a lot of guys in the game are using the um are using the uh road road stuff. I personally like uh pro audio. I I personally don't that's that's not the one I would use. Sennheiser with foam screens. No, let me see. There it is. Sennheiser. I'm gonna show you. Hold on. It's like a two hundred dollar mic. And it plugs in there. Damn, hold on. Are you in a hurry? No. Good. He actually just agreed to do this with us for an hour and 20 minutes just to get this question out. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to find out what, uh, let's see. Shh. Shh. <clears throat> hey, the guy, you know what I'm really happy about? Is that um, the guy that uh, said he hates it when I um, Google on the show? That's I'm, I'm really yeah. stoked that it's pissing him off. Fifty six mics to choose from. Can you help me find it too, Sousa? It's a, it's a little tiny two hundred dollar Sennheiser mic. Um, I have so many of them. I, sh- I could probably lean back faster into my pile of shit and. Uh, it's tiny. It plugs into one of those little ports, quarter-inch port. Damn, it's a good mic. And I've used it forever. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Is that? <clears throat> nope. Fuck. I thought I had it. Anyway, I'll send you a link to it. I can't find it. Right. Hold on one second. Hey, Brian, is Taylor self going to Waterpalooza? Oh, here it is. Look at it. He is. There's so many of them. Here it is. I can't I'm excited for him. Back and there it is. It's called a uh, Sennheiser MKE 400, and it comes with a little foam screen, and it takes a little tiny battery, and this thing just plugs into your camera. Nice. And it's fucking bomb proof. It just takes. Uh, this is gonna blow you away. It takes a AAA battery that lasts 300 hours. A cheap fuck like yourself is gonna love this. <laughs> this is this is the kind of bad like you leave this mic on overnight and it's not a big deal. Sorry, frugal. Did I say cheap? I meant frugal. Yeah, I'm frugal, Savon. Frugal, just, not cheap. Yeah. I know that you spend a fortune on hair products. <laughs> Prioritize. Can you see that? Let's see. Is it will it focus on that? <laughs> MKE four hundred. Awesome. Yeah, Ta- tax write off. Yes. Yep. Uh, Tony has a question, even though he didn't donate any money. <laughs> Are you afraid of spiders? No, I'm not afraid of spiders. There's a lot of spiders that live in the basement with me. Is there? A- yep, there it is. Bam. Hey, is there anything that's <clears throat> happened at the farm since the last time we talked to you? Like someone had their hand chopped off, or you saw the largest snake you've ever seen? Or two cows got stuck fucking. And is there anything like eventful that like like a cool farm story you could share? You could leave us with on this Christmas day. 
all uh last week when we were loading pigs um there's one pig who's just fucking out of his mind and he like charged me and um i kind of put my knees together thinking that it, he would deter me to turn around he did turn around but he kept going and he ran into my legs and it put me up over top of him i fell face first onto the in the pig shit and then like the day the day before the day after that there's another pig he was going wild and he ran up from behind me and ran between my legs and picked me up on his back and he running around with me on his back for a little bit until I could get off. <laughs> Did people witness this besides you? My dad, yeah. He was laughing at me. Holy shit, that's awesome. Hey, yeah, these pigs are out of their mind. Do, do you watch any rodeo? No. Because on Monday. Yeah, you have to fucking see this. You have to see this. this. I hope this doesn't get pulled off the video. On Monday, this guy's coming on the show, and he is a um. Let me see what the fuck's going. On. He's a. Uh, I want to say he's a twelve-time bullfighting champion. He's not the guy on the bull. He's that guy. Uh, number nine oh nine or whatever. He's got yeah, the, uh, jacket on. D- Dusty Tuckness, and. Uh, Huge CrossFit Games fan, huge, enormous CrossFit fan, big Instagram following this guy's got. And uh, he is a special, special breed. His athleticism is nuts, and what he's willing to do is nuts. So what is his goal there? He's trying to, is he trying to protect the cowboy from the bull? Yes, protect the cowboy. That is his job description at all costs. It's he's supposed to get hurt before the cowboy. And and you see him do some like shit that's like uh, later on. Look at the later on down here in the video. They show him run full speed at a bull and jump over it, like like on the reg. I mean, that's, yeah, that's some athleticism right there. Wasn't that smooth? Yeah, yeah he's a savage. Look at that. He's a savage. There's even some footage in here of him doing a backflip over one of these bulls. It's charging towards towards him and he backflips it. Hmm. That that job has a lot of injuries. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, he got a lot of broken bones and like bad shit happened to him. Yeah, that's a tough job. <laughs> but uh yeah, he he's he's a legend in the sport. I can't believe how Dave turned me on to him. Dave's like, Hey, do you know this guy Dusty Tuckness? And I said, No. Damn, my mustache is getting crazy. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, Colton. It takes a special man to come on the Seven Podcast uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, for all of you that donated generously to the show, I appreciate it. Uh, Gabriel, super kind of you, <clears throat> and Heidi. Uh, Heidi, thank you, Heidi. Uh, Wad Zombie, I Gabriel, I know times are tough in Brazil, and for you that that's like a year's salary. I cannot fucking believe you gave that. Thank you. Don't you think that guy's from Brazil? Gabriel? I don't think either Colt and I are prepared to make that presupposition. (laughs) Fine. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, You guys again. We'll see you in the morning. Colton, keep listening. Keep chiming in. It it validates uh, my existence. All right. I'll think about it. (laughs) Yes, I'm bad. Tell your dad. Hi.